G'day, what's up? This is Aiden Jones and you, little boy, are listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday the 10th of August 2021 and I feel like shit. I feel like absolute crap. It's day one, two, three, four, five of this lockdown. I feel sad. Uh, I feel like I just, I got nothing. I got nothing, man. I feel like what the fuck is the point of even, you know, waking up right now? (sighs) Fuck, 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 fuck this. God damn it. I'm so fucking bummed. I went for a walk yesterday. I meditated just before and I like, you know, just now and, uh, felt like a bit, you know, I've, it was kind of cool. I feel like for the last week or two meditating, I've had a lot of, uh, my guy, Andy, I'm back with Andy, by the way. (laughs) And now as we just think about everything that's going on in the world and everything that's happening within ourselves, if we can just notice. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking little ways that he tries to pretend like he's having fun when he's recording (laughs) like like days worth of audio content of him just sighing into the microphone. You're a hack, Andy. You're a fucking hack. Ugh, yes, yeah, so I've been um been meditating in the last few days, like oh, the last like few weeks, I've felt a lot of resistance. I'm trying to not be so serious with the meditating. I'm trying to not bother if you know I miss a few days or whatever. Like if I'm if I'm working, it's uh yeah, I'm getting up at like fucking six forty, so I'm not going to get up another half an hour before that and meditate. And then go to work. I'm like, fucking who cares? So I'm just trying to accept that and be like, it's all right. If that's the thing that, man, Headspace, they can't, this is the thing that I'm like skeptical about Headspace is you pay and so they gamify it and they can't help but use good marketing strategies. But then it seeps into the, you know, like, so there's a thing where it's like, you've got a run streak. Like how many days in a row have you meditated? Which, yeah, sure. But then it turns meditation into like a competition with yourself because you're like, oh, I don't want to lose my streak. And then suddenly you're not even meditating to meditate. Like when he goes, why did you sit down today? I'm like, well, I fucking sat down today because I didn't want to lose my streak. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? So... Yeah, I'm kind of skeptical of it. And it's just an exercise in making money, ultimately. As soon as you put money in it, that's what it's about. And I'm sure he loves it, but fuck, I'm sure he loves driving a Lamborghini and getting his dick sucked too, so... (sighs) So, um, yeah, I'm finding myself... Maybe I'll unsubscribe, but keep meditating. Because I've found, like, when I was in Cairns, I was just using my timer on my phone. Oh, yawn, yawn, fucking yawnorama. Yeah, I wasn't using um, the ones on the app. And like, 
the thing is, the more advanced, quote unquote, advanced that you get in the app, the less Andy actually says anything. Like the more like I'm on like pro level five and it's just him at the start talking a bit, which is the annoying bit anyway. I'm like, all right, man, fuck off. Let me just do my meditation. And then for the whole 20 minutes, he doesn't say anything. <laughs> and then at the end, he's just like, and if you haven't yet opened your eyes and it's like, what do you mean if I haven't yet? Why would I have opened my eyes before now? You haven't said anything. I'm paying. I'm paying like 20 bucks a month to listen to a man not say anything. And when he does say stuff, I'm like, shut up. (laughs) But it's all about that run streak, bro. Like I just, I got to get those runs. I got to get the fucking streak going. (laughs) God, it's a fucking good business model. Uh, now, how could I, um, uh, how could I apply that to this podcast? <laughs> Maybe you get like a little prize if you've li- <laughs> if you've listened to like if you've listened to like fucking. I'm almost on my hundredth episode, on my two hundredth episode. How crazy is that? And if you've listened to like a hundred in a row, <laughs> you get a free backyard bitch T-shirt. <laughs> Otherwise known as my undershirts for the next 10 years. I've got my fucking cover. I was thinking that while I was meditating, which I shouldn't have been. But I was thinking maybe it's time I uh, I take my um, online store down. Because no one's buying those shirts anymore. I'm not even trying to sell them. And I'm thinking all of my... I had this idea for a fucking cool little promo product. Once I put my, my special out, which still, fingers crossed, it's going to be August 21st is when we record... I feel like I'm just so like that. I mean, it's one of many things, but that's a thing that is really just causing me a lot of like annoyance is not being able to record the special because I feel like there's all these things around the special, like teeing up the trip to Kalgoorlie to talk to my dad for some of the stuff that's going to be be real in the, in the finished product, um, like talking to the artist who's going to do the five images for the thing like pushing through the um, the photography, like all this other stuff that I don't feel comfortable pressing people to do when I've not even recorded the fucking thing yet. And so it's like all of this other stuff is on hold until I can just fucking record it. But anyway, once I recorded, I had an idea for a cool little promo thingy, which would be to make um, like with the five images that end up being the title cards for each of the five chapters of the special. Um that I'm going to get made by this artist and then I'll get the five of them printed on a bookmark and it'll just be like a cool little art bookmark, you know? That's the whole idea. As I say it out loud, it doesn't actually sound that cool, but I reckon it'll be sick. I'll give it out for free after shows. I got a bunch of business cards printed, 250, cost like 20 bucks. Maybe even, no, maybe it's like 15. I can't remember. It was cheap as fuck. Printing's cheap. (sighs) All right, so here's where we are. Day five of lockdown. It's been a truly horrific week. Nothing in particular has happened to make it bad, but it's just sucked. From Tuesday last week, what do we have? Wednesday? Oh, I I stayed in. I didn't do a gig. I actually had a lovely time on Wednesday. I stayed in and... uh, Oh, God. Oh, didn't do a gig, 
um, on what would be the last night before another lockdown. So, but it was nice. I cooked a bit of um, chicken biryani, biryani, biryani. How do you, I don't know how you say it. Biryani, biryani, B-I-R-Y-A-N-I. I keep having this image in my head. I don't know why, but I just think this is funny. And a picture of a chicken, a picture of a beer, and then a picture of um, uh, Australian comedian Yanni Agassiliu or Agisilu or whatever. Chicken, beer, Yanni. <laughs> I think it's funny because no one knows who Yanni is, but, you know, just a cartoon of, a, of like a roast chicken and then a cartoon of a beer and then... <laughs> A non-cartoon image of Yanni Agisilu's face. <laughs> Just like a picture that I pulled off his Facebook or something. <laughs> and I'm like, Pictionary, what's that? And everyone's like, Who, what? Chicken beer Facebook friend? <laughs> Chicken beer uh, pixelated photo from 2009? <laughs> I don't know, man. This is a hard one. Ah. <sighs> So Wednesday night, stayed in, made that. Made a pretty good chicken biryani, actually. I don't know if good in the in Plato's sense of the word good. I don't know what things uh, make a good chicken biryani or what what qualities a chicken biryani ideally should embody. But I, I followed a recipe to make something called a chicken biryani and the food that resulted was pretty good. Um. I put way too much of that taram masala stuff in there. I thought it said two tablespoons, but it said two. Te- it was said like two and a half tablespoons, but it said two and a half teaspoons. But um, I did. I don't think it made much difference. <laughs> I don't know. I can never tell with my food, man. I get kind of down on it. Like I just, I don't know if I am actually a good cook or if I just make things that, like I just throw a bunch of stuff in and I like rich food, so I just want heaps of flavors. I don't know if it's actually good, the stuff that I made, or I made fucking chicken schnitzels last night and I didn't really like them because they, I made chicken parmas and I, I was like, I'm going to not put meat in there. Like I'll put chicken, but I won't put like bacon or ham or whatever in there. Cause I'm just, you know, trying these off on the meat. And, uh, I don't know. It was a lot of tomato sauce and then I put like onions and, garlic and spinach and stuff in there but I think it was just too much tomato sauce I think I've got some left over I'm going to make another one today and I'm going to add extra onions to it because it was too saucy when I put it in the oven it came out it was really hot the sauce was just like lava you know and that's the thing is like I'd made that and I you know I just I wasn't super inspired I guess but it was like is this good is this supposed to be good I I thought it was going to be better and then it wasn't So that's just another thing that's going wrong for me. So, um, all right. So Wednesday, I did that. Thursday, oh God, Thursday. Fucking Thursday, man. First day back at work in a month. Working with a good dude. We get along. So that was chill. Um, But just like all the customers were dicks. We had one guy, oh my God, the first guy that we had, fucking this absolute loser. If you're on my Instagram, um, you probably saw me posting about this fucking idiot. He was just like, we get to his place and uh, 
he's talking about like he's just talking to us. He's just a he's a bit of a loser, but that's fine. He doesn't have a lot going on, and you know him and his partner that they're pregnant, so they're gonna have a kid. I don't know how to say that. They're pregnant. She's pregnant with his kid. What? How? You know, who owns a pregnancy? They're pregnant. They're about to have a kid. Are they? No, they just had a kid. Fuck, I can't even fucking remember. But that's not the point. The point is the guy worked at the deli section in Woolworths. I shouldn't say the name of the supermarket. A supermarket. Um, who cares? And uh, and then like so fucking a bit of the way through us talking, we're loading stuff into his elevator at the drop-off and he's just like, yeah, man, we have... Uh, We have Lynn Fox do our like freight. That's like the truck company. Yeah, and um, and they were able to tell me what really happened with Dan Andrews. And I'm like, oh my god, here we go. And he's like, yeah, you know, apparently he was drinking over at Lindsay Fox's place, and they uh, had a few too many, and uh, and uh, you know, got on a bit, got on a bit of a punch on with uh, Lindsay Fox's nephew. And threw him down the stairs. And that's why there was no pictures of his face that came out straight after the accident. Because his face was all black and blue because he got beat up. And he was like, you know, I, sh- I shouldn't really say what it was about. That's what he said. I shouldn't really say. And me and the guy I was working with, we were just both like, yeah, all right, man. Like, okay, don't say then. And after he realized we weren't going to prod him for answers, he was just like, oh, yeah, you know, it was just, all right. So he was hitting on... Lindsay Fox's granddaughter. And this guy, this guy's just said that to two people he's just got working for him. Like, how fucking stupid are you? That, I'm not even as angry about it as I was the other day. But how fucking stupid are you that you think? Like, that's like, that would be like a huge secret if that's the case and if they chose to cover it up rather than go public. Like, first of all, if Dan Andrews isn't going to say anything about that, what does that mean? Either he's like done something against the law, like he's like he's like groped this woman or he didn't do anything against the law and these people beat him up but they have so much power over him somehow that he's just not going to say anything. I mean, which one of those is true, do you reckon? Which one of those is more likely? They're both fucking insane. And then, okay, so one of those is true. Either either the Premier of Victoria has like uh, perpetrated some sort of sexual assault on the woman on, on a woman that's like a family member of someone who he's friends with. That just because he had a few too many beers, or or. He didn't do anything against the law or anything necessarily wrong, but this Lindsay Fox transport magnate has so much power over him that he's too scared to go to the police with the fact that he was beaten up and is willing to have a complete cover-up, as are his family and his inner circle, but somehow it's leaked out through the management of Lynn Fox and it's making its way through the logistics centres of this fucking stuff. Like... How is either of those fucking two things true? And then if it is, how has it gotten to you? And you are 
Like just the inflated sense of self-importance on this cunt that you think you're going to be, you know, the person who's like, oh, I'm charged with disseminating this important information. And why has he said, oh, I shouldn't say anything? What? Who are you beholden to? Oh, I shouldn't really say. Like what? So you're part of the secret now as well? So there's like hundreds, if not thousands of people just keeping this fucking stupid secret. You know, all of those things are possibilities. Or maybe, just maybe... The people who work for this company don't really like Dan Andrews, whatever reason, their political beliefs, and they don't believe that it's too difficult for them to believe that someone could just fall down a set of stairs and be off of work for a few months. So they've invented this other story because there's like two sets of values, their political values that they don't like the guy and then also their their inability to give themselves over to the fact that the world can't be controlled or it's just, things just happen randomly and so they've invented this story and they're just spreading it out there and if people, whenever people believe it, that's like extra validation for them. So they told you, stupid Woolworths cunt and then, you know, now it's like, oh... That, that guy believed it, so that validates my worldview, so I must be right. God, this is fucking garbage, man. <laughs> I'm in a really... <laughs> like, I held on to that riff for way too long because I'm scared to go back to not having anything to talk about. <sighs> this lockdown is just really doing a fucking number on me. Not being able to gig, thinking about the breakup... It's getting better, but I still think about it a lot and I miss her and fucking whatever. And, um, uh, just like not being able to like go anywhere, not having no escape from this feeling. I'm just sitting with the feeling. That's it. It's just like, I've got this feeling and I'm aware of it and I understand it, you know? And it's like, yes, okay. I accept it. I know it's going to feel like this for a while, but then once I accept it and I'm like, yes, it's going to feel like this for a while with the breakup, I'm like, well, now what? I've got nothing else to fucking do. And after a point, it's not even like I'm going through it or, you know, putting in work to fix myself. Like, I'm just bored. I'm just sitting around bored with nothing to fucking do and my base level of emotion is shit. And I'm not even like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I need help. No, I don't need fucking help. I need a fucking distraction. I need fucking something to do. So I'm going to go for another long walk today and do that. And, you know, read my fucking book. I just fucking hate this every fucking time and I know everyone does <sighs> alright what else have I done I'm only doing half an hour this week um, <laughs> This I knew this was going to be a bad one I knew as soon as I woke up I was just like I've got to do the podcast today and it's going to be a fucking bad one <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had this idea 
next weekend if the lockdown's still going, which fuck, we got 20 cases today and only five of them were isolating or four or fucking whatever. So it looks like it's probably going to be going till next weekend. And if it's going still on su- Sunday, I'm going to um, get uh, my table out the front in our driveway, but like on the street and uh, get a little sandwich board sign that says comedian will tell jokes for free. And then when people walk past, I want to tell them jokes. And I want to put it on like Brunswick Good Karma Network. Anyone want to? Anyone want to fucking come hear some jokes? Walk down Lascombe Street. I'm on the street. Come hear some jokes from me. That'd be nice. So I want to do that. Um, that's I guess is when I had that idea. I was like, that's something to look forward to. That's gonna feel kind of like, but not really at all, like doing comedy, but just talking to people, meeting people. I just want to talk to people and meet people. I think. You know, like I just want to fucking meet people, be in new situations. <sighs> did a gig on Friday night during lockdown. It was against the rules, but I did it anyway in an illegal warehouse. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing a set. I had a great set. I did 20 minutes. It's good to know that I have 20 minutes worth of stuff now that I can, you know, for the new show or whatever. Oh my God. I'm going to get to half an hour. I will get to half an hour. (laughs) I will do it. I will do it. I will get to half an hour. What did I do on fucking Friday? Oh, when I was on my walk yesterday, caught a nice little sunset and I got a nice picture of a lady uh, taking a picture of a, um, of the like heritage building on the end of my street. Um, that's going to be the photo for this week of people taking pictures. I actually, fuck man, when I, I'm, I feel like I'm losing enthusiasm, enthusiasm for that thing as well. But, um, now I still like to take the pictures, but now when I take them, I don't, I'm just not, maybe I'm not losing enthusiasm for it, but I'm just not like shy about it at all. And I didn't even break my stride. I walked past this lady and I just fucking pulled my phone out and went, but, <laughs> um, and I'm actually really happy with the, with the picture. What was she taking the picture of there? Can I see? Yeah, she was, ta- oh, you can see her picture. Fuck. That's all right. And she's taking a picture of the Heritage House with like the sunset behind it. Pretty good. Not as good as my picture, mate. Um, I also yesterday took a just like a 30 second video of, on my walk off of the bridge, one of the bridges over Merry Creek and um, just like looking down for 30 seconds at the water with no angle on it, just directly 90 degrees down. And... Uh, it's a nice video the whole time. It's nice. It's nice just watching water flowing, isn't it? That was, I kind of just felt like, yes, this is calming me. Water in the afternoon sun flowing over rocks. And the whole time when I was holding my camera there, I was holding it so tight. I was like, if I drop my fucking phone now, I, I was, I had like this fantasy of like, what would happen if I dropped my phone? And I reckon one of two things, either I run off the bridge and like down the bank of the river to try and grab my phone (laughs) and I'm like desperate I'm like no 
<laughs> oh no! Oh, I dropped it and it's all my fault. Either that or I just <laughs> I just drop it and this wave of calm washes over me and I'm like, of course, Aiden, you've dropped your phone. <laughs> just keep walking. Like I don't even go down for it. I'm just like, well... <laughs> Of course that was going to happen, you fucking idiot. <laughs> By the way, big shout outs to uh, Jaden and the family listening in the car. Um, I'm sorry that this podcast has been more aggressive than usual. Big shout outs to you guys listening on the way to work. Um, and uh, whichever one of the kids, and I'm, I'm not going to obviously name your kids, but whichever one of the kids their first word was fuck and you're like maybe putting that on me i'm all about it i love it i'm glad that i can uh even in my position as like a a lonely <laughs> fucking single male 30 something comedian still have some sort of influence over the minds of children that's great oh how long have we got left here fuck we got like fucking <laughs> 5 minutes Oh my god! Um, all right, here's another thing that happened. Oh yeah! Oh, what day was that? Oh, that was on Friday. Um, oh, here's what happened on on Thursday at work. That's right, we had that guy, that fucking idiot guy, and then the second one I can't remember, but they were just kind of annoying. And then the third job, and the numbers had come out, so it was like it was just drawn out over the whole day. Like we got lunch and uh, there'd been a few, there'd been six cases and it was like, all right, we're probably going to go into lockdown. And then there was like meetings and stuff and it was like, oh, maybe we're not going to go into lockdown. Maybe it's going to be like an extra day. And then... And then we got to our third job um, and it was a a washing machine dryer one on top of the other but they were bolted together and we didn't have the right um the right screwdriver it was a star screw so we didn't have the right fucking screwdriver to undo them so we couldn't undo them we just had them one on top of the other and wheeled them into the truck and took them to the drop off by the time we get to the drop off they're like press conference called and and that's never good news so we're sitting there um there's someone at the drop off waiting for us but they're doing interviews over Zoom for whatever job they have, so they can't come out, so they can't let us into the house. Like, we can't even talk to them. They're just on a Zoom call. And it's the end of the day, and it's just getting, like, longer and longer, and we've got these fucking washer and dryer there waiting, waiting. Nothing's happening. Someone from the office finally comes with a star screw that we can undo it with, and then we've still got to take them around the side of this place. And it's just a lot of work and a lot of, like, fiddling around and emptying stuff out and it was an annoying job and then while we're doing the job <clears throat> there's an announcement that there's a seven-day lockdown and uh you know i had plans on the weekend and that's all fucked and just the lockdown's coming and i just was angry and sad and they always fucking hit me hard these lockdown announcements it, i it kind of felt better because my plans included that gig on friday so i was like well i can still do the gig and see some people but i think 
from when I left the gig and then I had, uh, I had like a, a nice day at work on Saturday, but then since that pretty much as soon, yeah, pretty much as soon as I got home on Saturday, it's just been shit. So actually it hasn't been a completely shit week. Just the last few days have been shit, but what's that Saturday to Sunday to Monday, two, two and a half days. Does sleep count? Can you, can you be in a bad mood when you're asleep? <laughs> that's funny isn't that if you go to bed in a bad mood if you go to sleep and you're just feeling hopeless and sad and and anxious not anxious how do I feel I don't feel anxious I feel hopeless and sad and bored and if you go to sleep feeling like that and you wake up feeling like that does that time when you were asleep also count as time spent experiencing that and I would say no I don't think it is. I enjoy the sleep. I just, right now, the way I feel is I just wish I could go to sleep and wake up at the end of lockdown. But I'm also scared to voice, uh, you know, that because then that sounds like go to sleep is like death. Like it sounds like, oh, maybe I'm, but you know, I don't, I just, I just hate this time. But I keep, I mean, this is what I've been saying for the last few weeks is that, you can't wish your life away because life is happening right now. So I actually don't want to go to sleep and wake up when lockdown's done because then I won't have to, this time right now to experience. Man, I was watching that fucking Anthony Bourdain. Do you know what? Maybe I'm going longer than half an hour <laughs> with with less than a minute to go. Maybe I've found my second wind. No, I've not. But here's another thought. I watched that Anthony Bourdain documentary yesterday. <clears throat> the new one, Roadrunner. By the way, if you if you thought illegal streaming of things was done, as I did, if you thought that the media companies had finally won the, the final victory over us, think again, because there is an app called Streamio that I've got on my Mac, and I'm sure it's available on non-Mac PCs, but um, get Streamio and then you download these add-ons for it that are like a Pirate Bay. There's a Pirate Bay add-on and there's a Kick-Ass Torrents add-on. And we are back. I haven't been able to access the Pirate Bay. or I, I just don't want to get a proxy. I don't care about proxies. I don't want to get one. I don't want to pay for NordVPN, you know. So I thought torrenting was done. I thought I couldn't find torrents anymore. And now... We have this app and it's got extensions and I can suddenly watch Roadrunner, the Anthony Bourdain thing that's not available. It's not available in Australia. It's not even that I can't pay for it. It's not, I would pay for it. I've been trying to find ways to pay for it and I couldn't. And you know what? Now I've found a way to watch everything for free again. So fuck you. And now I'm not going to pay for anything because I fucking got this because you fucking cunts didn't work hard enough to let me be able to see this fucking thing that I wanted. So I found a way. But anyway, I was watching the um, I was watching the Anthony Bourdain documentary and there's a part of it. There's a friend of his who's an artist and there's like footage of them. His friend is a painter and there's footage of them just like, you know, hanging out or whatever. And they, I think his his mate was painting him. And uh, Anthony, Tony is saying like that he and his mate agree on this thing that they think art has to come from great pain. And so 
if you're in pain, I don't know. I just, they just said that art has to come from great pain. And it was when they were talking about his heroin addiction and I found myself kind of wanting to disagree with it. I'm like, does art really come from great pain? Does it? Or does your art come from great pain? You can make art from pain and great art, but I don't think it ha- does that. I don't know. I don't know about that, but, um, I guess what I'm, trying to say though is that if I were to go to sleep and wake up at the end of this lockdown I wouldn't be experiencing this that I'm experiencing right now and this that I'm experiencing right now and the inability to create my art is itself informing what the future of my art is going to be so by going to sleep and waking up at the end of this experience and not experiencing it I'm robbing myself of that kind of growth so that's why I don't want to go to sleep that's why I don't want to die you know, because I think there's better things in the future, but right now, this sucks shit dicks, and I hate it, I'm having a bad time, and I'm not afraid to admit that, I hope you guys are doing okay, man, wherever you're at in these lockdowns, or if you're not in lockdown, or if you're overseas, or whatever the fuck, I hope you're doing okay, enjoy yourself, and, uh, as my grandpa, uh, grandma annoyingly said to me that I didn't appreciate it all. Keep your chin up. <laughs> she goes, keep your chin up. I want to be like, fuck you. Keep your fucking chin up. But anyway, keep your chin up, I guess. Have a good week, man. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace. <laughs>